This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk. Welcome to another edition of the Talk the Walk podcast. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Coordinator for the Waukee Community School District, and we are excited today to be coming to you from the principal's office. For me, the first time it's actually been a good thing. So we are coming today from the office of Principal Carrie Jessman of Waukee High School. Carrie, welcome to Talk the Walk. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, we, we try to treat the principal's office like a good place to go. You don't have to be in trouble to come to the principal's office. Uh, we like to celebrate students and staff, so let's celebrate you today. This is a good place to be. This is a great place to be and, a, and an exciting time to be here as well. So we are uh, recording on Tuesday, May 11th. Graduation day is, is practically here. So two questions on it. One, can you believe it? Yeah, to, for you to tell me that two weeks from today we will be done with commencement of 2021 uh, is just shocking to me. Um, but at the same time, I've already used this word once, but there's just so many celebrations. Our, our kids and families have been through so much in the last year. So for us to look forward to walking on, into our stadium at dusk in, in, in our facility and to be able to celebrate together is really, really exciting. And I think there were times over the last 14 or 15 months where we were, we were not sure what we were going to be like, class of 21. We scrambled for class of 20 and threw something together, which I thought was fantastic. Um, but it was late enough. It didn't involve everyone. And now I think we can truly celebrate everyone in this class. What are the, the best parts about those ceremonies to you? And do you think that will change this year? Will there be a moment where you kind of just soak it in to realize how much has been accomplished? Yeah, I, I, I fully anticipate uh, sitting behind the podium and having that moment of, holy cow, we're here and I'm so thankful. There's a couple parts that are the best, I would say. Um, one, walking in. Uh, that's always just a rush because just the not only the amount of people that are there um, for their kids, for, for the 13 years of work to get to this point, but then it's all the kids together. And it's, it's exciting because um, they're all together on this evening. And, and then you let your mind wander. It's probably the last time they're all going to be together again. And so um, it's somewhat bittersweet in that respect. Um, I was going to initially say the best part is as soon as my speech is over, and I don't have to remember my speech anymore, but uh, that's typically uh, relatively short. Um, but um, the emphasis on the individual student, them walking across the stage, receiving their diploma, the handshake or fist bump from their counselor, um, th those are all things that, that we sometimes take for granted because so many of us have done this step, but it's a big deal. And it's our big deal. And it's our thing that we have control over in our community. And our kids are going to have great successes in their life doing a million different things. But this is our deal. And so for us to put a product together that, that highlights them is just really exciting. And it, it takes up a lot of our time now because we want it to be great for them. We'll get to more of the details of this school year in a second. Let's, let's go to a question to, to get to know you better. Answer this one from the lens of Carrie Justman. Why are you the principal at Waukee High School? <clears throat> That's a great question. I, I have uh, encountered um, opportunities in my life to, to make different choices. There was a time when 22-year-old me thought I was going to be the next Division I basketball coach, potentially at the University of Arizona, uh, where I'd worked some summer camps and gotten to know their people or, or just anywhere. Um, but when I ended up teaching, I realized the relationship piece. And so that's what I've parlayed for now 26 years is building relationships, uh, whether it be with middle school students in my first teaching job, 
high school students at five different districts in different roles as a teacher, um, an at-risk coordinator, a head coach, an assistant coach, and now an assistant principal and a principal. Um, um, I think I'm here um, to have an impact on those around me um, and then just to get better every day. The relationships are a two-way street. It's, it's what impact can I have on people, but then what can I learn? I, I, I laughed uh, with a colleague the other day. Uh, professional wrestling came up, and I said, I can remember my first teaching job that one of my students liked professional wrestling. And so I started paying attention so I could have a conversation with him. He's now 40 years old, and I'm still watching wrestling. So I'm not sure who grew up in this whole thing, um, but, but I got hooked into something as little as that um, to build that relationship. I think one thing that people would say about me if they worked with me in the last 20 years is my love for Bon Jovi. That's not important in the world, but it's a connection people can make with me. And it's, it's one of those things where I don't mind being a little weird and a little goofy with the kids and saying I have things that I'm passionate about. Like the Los Angeles Dodgers, right? Like the Los Angeles Dodgers. And had we recorded this a month ago, I'd feel a lot better about the Los Angeles Dodgers than right now. However, um, but you're right. There's some things that, that most of the kids and staff know about me, the Dodgers, Bon Jovi, et cetera, um, that I think build that relationship. And once you have that, then you can do cool stuff like school like algebra and chemistry. Um, w without those things, um, they look at the principal's office as bad or the rule maker or the, the guy that evaluates teachers. Um, sure, all those things happen. You know, we, we do curriculum, we do evaluations and things like that. Um, but if you're not doing it with the relationship in mind, first of all, it's really, really hard because it's the relationships that fill your bucket. And so I think that's why I'm here today is to, is to um, not only have that impact on the people that I'm around, but also to get better. How many Dodger fans are walking the halls at Waukee High School this year? Yeah, not many. However, we've seen several more shirts and hats this year oh, because of the recent World yeah. Championship. Um, unfortunately, we're in Cub Land um, or Cardinal Land That's or a great place Brewer to be. Land. Those are all places <laughs> that I visit. Um, but uh, I do have fun with it. Uh, my dad uh, and mom took me to see the Dodgers play in St. Louis in the late 70s, and I was hooked. And then when, during the 1980s, when the Dodgers were year in and year out the best team, and Fernando Valenzuela is a splash in Major League Baseball, as an impressionable 10-year-old, it was easy to love the Dodgers. And now you say, sitting in the middle of cornfields in Des Moines, Iowa, why do you like the Dodgers? Well, that's back to when I was 10 years old. Okay, let's go to the class of 2021. You, you've touched on the importance of relationships and building connections. That group will have a connection that no other class really has ever had. What is your message to this group? Well, I, I've started my um, graduation speech, and again, it's gonna be brief, but I, I'm gonna go into a little bit more detail about um, how if you choose optimism, life's a little bit more fun, and it's a little bit um, easier. Um, the alternative to that is pessimism, and we can always find something wrong with everything. And so I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit, but, but I'm gonna encourage them to be the class of, of 2021 for the things that they've accomplished and not be put into a box as the class of COVID-19. Um, we will have stories and we'll have memories. High school's filled with memories. I say all the time, uh, we're fortunate to get the three big parties, homecoming, prom, and graduation. We get those three every year. And uh, this class as juniors lost prom, um, as seniors lost the homecoming dance, and so, we could dwell on that, but I'm going to choose to dwell on the positives that have come from this. 
Um, I think 730 kids would tell you 730 th different things that have been positive for them, and I could list all the things in my mind. Um, but I would choose to look at things through that lens, um, and that will be part of my message for this class. What will you remember most about this school year? And if, if it's a moment or a story or just a simple conversational hallway, that's okay. But what, what sticks out? Yeah, I'm not sure I would have said this two weeks ago, but, but what our theatrical department did with Shrek was really phenomenal. Um, we took a school musical, um, and our kids rose to the occasion and put together an outstanding performance. And that's not out of the ordinary. We've done that every year I'm here and the 20 years before I got here. But to do it in such a manner in which they messed around with the volume so you could hear people concretely through the microphone, in which it was shot, it felt as though when I viewed Shrek, I was watching a Netflix movie. And for our kids to be part of that uh, under some leadership of our teaching staff, that will be something, that will be a moment that we'll look back on and say, because we were forced into this COVID-19 box, that's one thing we would not have done otherwise. Um, it would be easy to say, I think we've won five state championships in athletics. I think our jazz band has been rated number one for the third year. It would be easy to say those things, but those could have happened in a normal year. I think this Shrek thing was something that was just, just something that will be a fantastic thing to look back on. Next year, let's let's jump to to fall. Um, it's going to look different yeah. as well. About half the kids who are currently in this building right now will be going to a different school. It's a it's a good time to be a student because of that, though. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, <clears throat> we've used the word um, opportunities a lot when we've talked about two high schools. I, I'm in a unique perspective. Uh, my daughter, uh, my family lived in Ankeny, and she was in the first 10th grade class at Ankeny Centennial. So she lived through the split where her class of 800 became 400 or whatever the numbers were at that time. And so we, we talked at home a lot about some friends might be going to another school, but what opportunities do you have? And so that's how we've approached this. And I think about um, not, not only will we have two quarterbacks, two leads in the musical or whatever, but we'll just have more opportunities for student voice to be heard, um, more opportunities on student council, more opportunities for students to um, show leadership positions. And then, of course, more opportunities for staff to show those leadership positions. We have some staff who are just outstanding leaders, um, very reflective personalities that we turn to a lot. When we lose half of them or they grow into Northwest's leaders, we're going to have some spots to fill. And some of our teachers that maybe were new five years ago can step into some of those roles. I think everyone is going to have an opportunity um, to be themselves in an environment in which we're not concerned about the hallways and the passing period. And, um, you know, we, we've just grown accustomed to not having many assemblies during the school year because there's just so many kids. Well, we can bring that back again, you know. We can have class meetings in the auditorium again because our classes are going to be 350 instead of 750, you know, and so just things will be a lot different for us in that respect. The next question I was going to ask was how will opportunities change? So I think one of the cool things about being in high school, though, is opportunities are there. Um, I think it's, I mean, the, the student body president of this year's class sticks out to me as, as somebody who's in the environmental club. She's she's doing everything she was a part of band and, and and i remember interviewing her for about six different topics and right. she was just there because she wanted to do that why is opportunity important to high schoolers well i think it's where they 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 learn how to how to use that skill 
and Abby's a great example. And I think that we'll have enough kids that will that will have to come up with a list. They'll have to organize priorities. They'll have to uh, communicate. It, all things that we as adults either rely on every day or know that we have to get better at, uh, whether it's our job or our families or our neighborhood, um, the more times you're put in a position where you have to perform, and it may be as simple as it's my job to um, uh, tell my next class um, something about the homecoming dance or whatever. It may be small or it may be huge, but I think um, when we give people the chance to um, flex those muscles that maybe haven't been used, uh, uh, you know, we have a lot of kids that have great ideas and are just comfortable sitting back and letting things happen that now they might be thrust into an opportunity where we can use their ideas and we can be better. Um, when we were at our largest um, right before the pandemic, a student who typically doesn't um, doesn't spend a lot of time in the principal's office, we may visit in the lunchroom. He said, hey, Mr. Justman, what if we let some of the classes leave a minute earlier than everybody else? And within two weeks, we were doing that school-wide. So kids are smart. Kids have good ideas. And we have to provide that platform. And not that it's not there with 2,500 kids, but it'd be a lot easier to hear them with 1,200 kids, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think one of the cool things about the principals I've had a chance to talk with is is the relationship building and the ways you go about it. I mean, you, you come over here from, what, 10.30 to 1 o'clock and you're in the lunchroom. You yep. know, Susan Anderson know, spends the first week of school getting to know all of her students' names. Yep. Why is student interaction something that's important to you um, no matter how big the class is? Well, I made a, a concerted effort when I got here. I made a, a conscious decision that I was likely not gonna know every student's name. Uh, 2,500 kids, um, I was gonna get in the ballpark on maybe half of them, right? Um, but I, I didn't ever want there to be a time at the mall, at someone's dinner table, or in a conversation with a grandma or grandpa when a, a student here was asked, who's your principal? And they said, I don't know, or I've never seen our principal. And so my approach has been that lunchroom every day for two hours. Um, not that I have to do anything out there, but it's just being present. And so if we've ever had a, a situation where a student does need something, I know that what I can say is, well, you know where I'm going to be for two hours. When is your lunch? And um, they might be in Apex one semester or school to work for a semester, but at some point they're going to be at lunch. And so I made a concerted effort to do that. Yes, for me to get to know them better, but for them to have every opportunity to know me. I did not want to get to commencement and stand up and say, here's what we're doing tomorrow night. And some kids say, oh, you're the principal. I wonder who our principal was. Yeah. Because that could happen in a school this size. And um, I'm not the, 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 the movie star uh, principal with walking around with a bat or you know, <laughs> going in and telling teachers what they're doing wrong. Those things that they tell you in Hollywood. I'm just a staff member here trying to help kids be great. And so I want them to know who I am. We know I might have a little more power because within the building, I, the, the buck stops here or whatever. But I think they also know I typically don't make decisions in a vacuum. We're collaborative by nature, whether it be me and a 10th grade student or me and an associate principal. Um, we're kind of all in this game together and just trying to figure it out. And I get to go to school every day. When it comes to district growth, the, the easy answer is there are more kids in the hallway. What does district growth mean to you? Well, or how do you see it? Yeah, and you're not wrong when you say there's just more kids. Um, 
and I think that's that's a really really good thing because I think as we have more, we get more. Does that mean more opportunities in athletics and activities? Of course it does, but it also means we might have more AP classes than a neighboring school. We might have more opportunities with DMAC to offer some things so that our kids benefit from it. But we're also growing um, with society. Our our community's changing, you know, um, and so I think we're a reflection on our society. I think we have an opportunity in our world today where our world is becoming more divisive for us to become less divisive in this school. Um, at the end of the day, we're an educational institution. And so if you go home and you look at a topic and Fox tells you one side of the topic and CNN tells you the other side of the topic and they don't agree with each other, you know, we don't want to get into that stuff. We, we want to talk about asking questions, problem solving, being a good community member, um, I oftentimes uh, talk to kids about it. If my neighbor builds a fence on my yard, my response isn't to go punch him in the mouth because then I get in trouble for something they did wrong. So how do you problem solve? And that's, that's a once in a lifetime example, but I think it's real world to them. So if someone wrongs you in the lunchroom or at the mall and you go punch him in the mouth, now you're in trouble for something they did. And so with growth comes potential more conflict but what we've seen, I think, is more opportunities for maybe friendships they didn't expect to have. Oh, you're from Texas. Well, I grew up in Illinois, or I've been here all 13 years. Those are unique conversations here. The next question is my favorite. Dr. Buck said it was one of the, his hardest questions last, uh, last time. Kid question of the week this week comes from uh, Jill Folsom's first grade class at Maple Grove Elementary. They mm -hmm. are currently studying animals. Gotcha. Their question to you is, what is your favorite animal and why? Well, I was going to say pepperoni because I was ready for what's your favorite pizza. I cheated. I listened to Dr. Buck and I was ready for pepperoni. But uh, so my face is probably turning red. If my wife was here, she would know without question. And, and over my shoulder is a, is a calendar. I'm a, I'm a pug lover. I love pug dogs. I have a pug calendar. I had a pug yoga calendar in the past. And so um, we, we've had a pug in the past and his name was Jovi. Right, I told you I'm yeah. a Bon Jovi nut. Uh, he's not with us anymore, um, but uh, without question, I am a I'm a dog lover and I love pugs. So that was an easy question. That was uh, yeah. Uh, the the easy part was or the non easy part was leading up to it. I didn't know what was going to be asked <laughs> because I heard Doctor Buck say this is the real tough question, and so I was ready for one. But that one actually became easy for me. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. We appreciate your time, Carrie. Thank yeah. you for uh, making time for us in the podcast. I know it's a, a busy month and there's a lot to do and a lot to look forward to. So we appreciate yeah. you and the entire class of 2021. This will be a fun time. You bet. We, we like being busy because these are celebratory times and th these are fun things to be busy with. Our next guest will be Kirk Johnson, Chief Operating Officer of the Waukee Community School District. A ton going on for him as well. He has a great lens to the action and all the constructions. So join us next time on Talk the Walk. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District.